now listening to the God Girl Goals podcast, where we speak on a number of valley topics to help women like you stay encouraged and committed in your journey with Christ. Continue to listen to this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Hey y'all and welcome back to another podcast episode. I am so happy for you guys to be joining me for yet another week's topic. This topic that I'm going to be speaking about today, you guys, is more of a let's learn together topic. While preparing this episode, I was actually learning about this scripture at the same time. So what I'm really trying to say is that this topic is a process for me as much as it might be for you. I'm just letting you guys know that we are in this together. I am no Bible scholar, but I do do my best to learn new things, study, and just dissect the word of God. So today we are going to discuss what does it really mean to worship in spirit and in truth. Now, we all have heard many Christians say that those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. And like you all, I have heard it myself so many times, many times before, but I never really knew what it meant. And it's so funny that I'm doing this episode right now because my prophetess said this recently on our um zoom line and i thought to myself like i don't really think i get the full context of what this really mean and so i was sitting here asking god to give me a message for his people and so he brought that verse back to me so i decided to reread john chapter 4 as well as conduct some biblical research myself to figure out what does it really mean to walk in spirit and in truth so before God actually said this, what I learned was that he came in contact, you know, with the Samaritan woman. Now, you've probably heard this story in church or while reading it on your own. But for those who do not know this story, I'll just go over it. There was a Samaritan woman in John chapter four, and she came to draw water from a well when she came in contact with Jesus, who asked her for a drink. So when Jesus asked her for a drink, she responded that she was a Samaritan woman and that Jesus was a Jew. Now, the background story of Samaritans and Jews was that they pretty much despised each other, cultural practices, worship sites, and religious practices because the Samaritans practiced Judaism and worshiped other gods, and the Jews just practiced Judaism. So they pretty much saw the Samaritans as being like fake. So she also asked if Jesus had anything to draw the living water with from the well, and Jesus responded that he was the living water and that those who drank from the well would become thirsty again, but those who drank... The water that he gives shall never thirst again. So he then told the Samaritan woman to bring her husband back to the well. And when she said that she didn't have a husband, Jesus pointed her out and was like, you know, you're right. You have five husbands and the one that you with right now isn't yours. So once the Samaritan woman mentioned that Jesus was a prophet, she began to speak about the places of worship. And then that's when God stated that there will come a time where the place of worship will not matter. And that all that matters is that you worship the father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the father seeks. So I was sitting there trying to figure out like, what does it mean to worship in spirit and truth? And so I found that to worship in spirit means that our worship must come from my heart. And Mark chapter 12, verse 30 even says that you must love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so to me, how I interpreted it was that we must not only love God with every part of our being, but we must worship him with every part of our being as well, starting with the heart. So God knows our heart and our true feelings about him, whether we're being honest in our walk or whether it's for show. Also, our worship is an outward expression originating from the heart that's motivated by how much we love God and is thankful for what he's given us, his grace and his mercy. So I'll say that again. Um, our worship is an outward expression originating from the heart 
that's motivated by how much we love God and is thankful for what he's given us, his grace and his mercy. And I also believe that when God says spirit, he's not only talking about my spirit or your spirit, but he's also talking about the Holy Spirit as well. The Holy Spirit dwells or resides within us. And it's that conviction that we feel when we not only do something wrong, but it's that conviction we feel to worship and to be obedient. And so to worship in truth, simply applies to God's word. God's word is the truth. And in God's word, we see who he is and what we should exemplify. So therefore, our worship should be rooted not only in our hearts, but in God's word, because we know the truth about who he is. And that's truly a reason to worship all by itself, you guys. On the Setting Godly Goals episode, um, episode 25, I spoke about the importance of worship and how your worship is so important in that it can take you to another level. It can make God change your mind. It can change the situation. It allows you to grow closer to God. Like there's so many benefits to worshiping. It's really our sacrificial offering to God. And I've been studying the book of Revelations lately because, you know, your girl wants to be ready just in case I'm here when the time comes. Just, you know... Never know. I I really don't think that I will be here. I really think that maybe, you know, Revelations is for the non-believers, but who knows? I'm just trying to stay prepared. But um, I'm like, God, you know, I don't want to miss any signs. But for real, y'all, I was reading it so far. I truly believe that that's what we're going to be doing in heaven, if not all the time. Then the majority of the time is worship. So you might as well get your worship together here on earth. Like this is your practice. And what baffles my mind all the time is that how come we can go to like a concert, we can scream and yell the lyrics, but when we in the house of God, like we can't do the same. Like we become timid. And when I say that, I'm saying that because I once was like that at one point. But now y'all, I do not care who is around me. Your girl will get her worship in one way or another. Like it's so easy for me to get into worship now. And I'm not bragging, but really once you establish that relationship with God, things just become natural. Like you don't really have to try hard. The Holy Spirit will just lead you. It will just take you to another place. Like, and you'll just get in worship and you'll start praising. Like, it's not something that I can really explain. And I tell that to people all the time. It's something that you really have to experience. But once I'm in there, y'all, I'm in there and I ain't coming out to the Holy Spirit. Tell me <laughs> until the Holy Spirit releases me. And we all get into worship in different ways. You know, my way of getting into worship may not be yours. For me, I will put on some gospel music and I will just keep telling God I want to tap into his spirit. And I just keep saying that while giving thanks for all that he's done for me and all that he will do for me and then I just get tapped in and then my worship just goes to another level and then sometimes I'm just sitting there and I'm crying and I don't even know why but like I love it because when I get up out of worship I feel refreshed I feel restored I feel renewed but I'm saying this to say like do what works for you you can try my way you know if you are just completely lost or just continue to try your own way and just ask God to fill you up with the Holy Spirit while you worship and he will do so and so I really wanted to talk about what this meant because like I said, many times we hear these biblical sayings, but we don't really know what it really means. And these are one of the sayings that I hear a lot, but I didn't really grasp the full concept. And then lately I've been asking God to help me become more knowledgeable of his word. Like I want him to grow me in that area. So that way, when someone tries to come to me and speak about something that God says that isn't true, I want to be able to be like, no, you're wrong because God says this. And again, that's why it's so important to study your word daily, like meditate on it day and night and find things out for yourself because you never want to be that person who people try to tell you who your God is. 
And also, like, don't rely on what someone else tells you about God. Get to know God for yourself. Like, yes, I'm sitting here and I'm teaching you guys the best way um, that I can in the best of my ability. But still, get in the Word and find out what worshiping in spirit and in truth means for yourself. Listen to what other people are saying and then go back in the Word and find it so that way you know if it's true or not. Like, the Bible even says, study to show yourself approved. So if you're listening this week, I challenge you to not only study, but study a story or a scripture you've heard but don't really know the meaning of and then just dissect it and find out what it means for yourself as well as just making sure that you're asking God to give you wisdom um as well as you're learning but that's it for this episode you guys I hope I did a great job of dissecting what it means to live in spirit and in truth as well as give you guys some tips about worship and the importance of worship I'm praying that this gives you a clear understanding that way when you hear it next time, you'll be able to be like, ah, you know, I've retalked about this on the podcast. I know what it means now, but that's it. You guys, thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you later. Bye.